0: Welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T and I'd like to shout out to Alex Johnson. His TikTok perfectly summed up how we're all feeling and views are our own. Thanks Alex. And all your supporters turning up, thank you very much. Yeah brah! Hanging around on socials a lot? Get around us. There are a few ways to get involved. The easiest way is to just be awesome and tweet about rugby league. The most fun way, though, is to find a tweet you like and record yourself reading it and send it in. Look for the link in the show notes or an Insta bio or in our Twitter bio and find out how. Trust me, fam. Being me is fun and easy. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Bears versus Penrith, 1991 semi-final. Fantastic game. Obviously, there's no live ones happening at the moment, so I hit up nrl.com and found some classic games. And they tried to find one that I wasn't going to immediately know the uh, outcomes of what happened in that game. Obviously, I know Penrith won the grand final that year, so I presumed they were going to win, but I had no idea how it was going to play out. Plus, everyone loves the Bears. So... Watching that game, I, I never really, I don't think, watched Brandy Alexander, and he was incredible in this game, particularly his leadership. He kept running up, grabbing players, looking them in the eyes, telling them what to do. Daryl Halligan for the Bears, though, was terrible with the boot. My, my entire knowledge about him is how great he is with kicking, but he was shocking in this game, and he was the difference, unfortunately. Mark Guy was at his brutal best. Again, knew a lot about this guy, but I don't think I'd ever really sat down and watched an entire game of his. And he completely shut down Mario Fennec. Uh, with his brutality. I thought the refereeing was fine, and the best thing about the refereeing was the commentary about the refereeing was almost non-existent. That's probably the biggest thing I noticed from this game. At complimentary at times as well, which was just fantastic. Jackson from the Bears, someone else, I think he was recently made um, Hall of Fame when we just talked about about maybe being immortal. Didn't know him at all. I think he's a New Zealand bloke, but he was phenomenal in this game. I don't remember him as a kid at all because he's one of those Bradley Clyde players that wasn't flashy, But now as more of a rugby league aficionado, you can really see the impact it's having on and off the ball. Um, Yeah, he was unreal. Uh, Fantastic game from him. Speaking of fantastic games, Brad Fittler, even then, you could see he was an absolute game-breaking legend. The way that he would attack behind the ruck was magical. Every time he'd catch the ball, he had that huge left footstep. But his vision on when to when to run and when not to run is James Tedesco-esque. He's amazing. And he just looked light years ahead of everyone else. But my favorite player from this game was number 43. Number 43, already loved it, Steve McPhail. McPhail, a poor bastard, and unsurprisingly, had a terrible game. One of the commentators even said, McPhail, dummies, no one buys it. Couldn't have it. like that were really tickling me. I loved it. Thanks, McPhail. We had some tweets about this game. At Fat Harry Lazy wrote, how good are the jerseys? He's talking about the Panthers one, but he could also actually be talking about the Bears one. They were mint. Both of those were absolute peak jerseys for those people. I think Fat Harry Lazy even said that he remembered watching this game. He may have even been there. Someone was telling me that they were there, and that was phenomenal. At Balmain Craig wrote, bloody love North's. They were great in the 80s and 90s. Everyone's second team. They had heaps of supporters. It's exactly right. Their their first fans were plentiful, but their second fa- their second fans were also out in droves. And I was one of them as a kid. I was, the Bears were my second team. At Mato 1059, he still does love the Bears, and they were great in that era. Great to watch, big pack, nippy spine. Never got. Uh, any grand final or any real success there. In fact, we had a chance to talk to Florimer, Greg Florimo about two years ago, and he reflects on all of that time. And to this day, he says he still has memories about things that he should have done differently. Go back and have a listen to that episode if you're a Bears fan and you like this kind of stuff. And uh, speaking of big games, at Fairy Fat hairy, Lazy also said that Pat Jarvis was enormous at game. And I found that really intriguing because i just finished it and don't remember a Pat Jarvis at all. Pat Jarvis. And so it's obviously just either my uh, inability to read football games particularly well, or it's a particular, because he's a Penrith fan, Fat Harry Lazy, and maybe he was just viewing the game differently to me. Anyway, uh, next week we'll do another classic game. I didn't go into too much detail because I'm not as smart as an incredible podcast like Boom Rookies. You should definitely get around those guys there. Did a terrible game this week, the 2010 Tigers and Roosters game, but their insight and their... Um, their, their way to break down a game is phenomenal. So definitely worth a listen. And we love our rugby league community. Now uh, The big news is obviously the omission of Jonathan Thurston. Well, what felt like 100 years ago was last Monday where the NRL was cancelled. There was, of course, great social media content in the face of it, which has really helped me get through it. One of them was at Rowdy on the Hour. It's a Dale Shearer... It's an it's a account which is just a picture of Dale Shearer, Rowdy, who every hour tells you the hour. And so at Rowdy on the hour wrote, it's March 23, 2020 at 6 p.m. Here comes Rowdy. Now that was the exact moment that we uh, that press conference started, which is why I grabbed that one. And I also wanted to give a shout out to that bizarre account. The best um, at account in the entire world, absolutely nailed how we're all feeling though. They wrote at, the West Tigers wrote, thinking of... The family tonight, heart emoji. And then there's a screenshot done by them where every other blue tick, all other 15 clubs um, write beautiful messages back to the West Tigers. So we look like one big community, which it was really beautiful stuff. However, there was also super funny stuff in the light of it. At badunya tweeted, Wayne Bennett outlasted the NRL. Never saw that coming. At One Our Tiger On Score wrote, feeding the Tigers were in ninth when the season is suspended. Very fitting cry face. God, we've got a lot of those memes. And some silver lining we also got. At O Errol Podcast wrote, one upside, New South Wales retains the Origin Trophy. Wink face. But speaking of Origin, that's not necessarily true. Hopefully the NRL plans come about. The NRL has outlined two things that they think might happen. One is that the comp starts in June, ends in December. And I'm in a Christmas. I often talk about, rugby league Christmas as um, state of origin, but can you imagine a legit rugby league Christmas? Rugby league around Christmas? All of the pain and anguish that we've gone through in this end is going to be paid back in full, in love, if we can get it during the Christmas break. But they've also outlined that there would be three state of origin games, starting in August and ending just before October in that plan. Uh, And then the worst case scenario, they say outside of cancelling altogether, is that they actually start in September finishing again in uh, December, but still they have origin games they have at least one, and so that 's what they are anticipating would happen with those things. But there is also one um, this i mean in light of any of the, any of those things happening, this pod will keep going and reminding us that there is amazing content uh, soul fulfilling social media out there like from at Jason NRL who wrote rugby league has been very un-rugby league this week as self-interests dissolve the clubs and players have never been so united he said he remains fairly confident that the NRL comes through this a lot better than most of the crisis headlines suggest and Jason NRL is an excellent uh, NRL brain and so him saying things like that is extremely inspiring and relieving Or, if you don't want uh, content filling covert COVID-19-esque stuff, there's also random content, like from our friend Andrew RLP. He wrote, Harold Edmondson, the youngest ever professional rugby league player, made his first-grade debut at the age of 15 and 81 days, playing for Bradme in 1919. He was three months younger than Harold Wagstaff, who was believed to be the youngest player ever, hash history. Andrew RLP, amazing human being, getting that done there. Thank you so much um we've got to stick with each other in this time and we've got to keep doing rugby league things so get around content like that if you're interested also speaking of great content other great C19 NRL combination things come up came up with this by marry the marry tweets we can only have 5 people now at a wedding and so we did a rugby league version of that at Yeah the Boys wrote Celebrant, Big T, Best Man Hammers, Bride Special K online, and Maid of Honor, Sharky Dave. Isn't that a sweet combination of people? At League by the Fire wrote, He'd marry Matt King in the Afro era. His celebrant would be Sterlo, the best man would be Craig Gower, and the Maid of Honor would be Yvonne Sampson, friend of the pod and massive legend. At Big Ev eight said he'd marry Ryan Madison, the legend. His celebrant would be Josh Reynolds because he's had some uh, experience in relationships. His best man would be John Hoppawati, as he has experience with rings. And the maid of honor would be Bra- Bryce Cartwright. And he reckons there's no need, uh, there's no explanation needed there. But the man who made the whole thing up, Mofo Stormfan, that massive legend, he said he'd marry E.T. He has gorgeous hair. His best man would be Cam Smith. His maid of because he's a goat, his maid of honor would be Hannah Hollis, also an excellent legend. And the celebrant would be Ray Warren would be an excellent commentator of such an event. Thanks, MoFo, you're a massive legend. Well, if you're big, you got to play big. And another cute thing that happened uh, this week, people trying to keep themselves entertained online, was through Glasgow Rugby League, a new account trying to connect with people. Um, they're the official rugby league account of Glasgow. And so they're just out here trying to get Glasgowians, Glaswegians, um, into the great history of the NRL. And so they asked uh, me what was my top 18 West Tigers players and coach. I, of course, in turn asked our incredible West Tigers community on Twitter. And after a couple of days of chatting about it, we've come up with this. Number one, Hodgson. Two, Richards. Three, Fanua; Four, Lawrence. Five, Tuiaki. The halves are Marshall and Prince. The forwards are Woods and Skander with Farrow in the middle. The back row is O'Neill, Ellis, and the lock is Fulton. And on our extended bench is Peyton, Galloway, Fafita, Checam, and Brooks. The coach was Warren Ryan. or Hudo, who hasn't actually coached the West Tigers as a team, coached both West Magpies and Bowmane Tigers um, when they were separated. And so he's going to be there as a coach. Big thanks to Yeah The Boys, Carls, Carla, Mark Tiggs, one-eyed tiger underscore, E underscore Richards, Mark underscore Aaron, Patty Sill 17. John Stag23, former underscore legend, DCP Chewy, Baumin Craig, Yoss WT, Everything West Tigers, the Red Heifer, Hollis K, Shy Tiger, Jal F C and Jules XX for helping me come up with that list. Wow. Best tweet of the week, congratulations to at West Tigers who was our sports best tweet of the week and is ever closer to being named sports best Twitter of 2020 championness? I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean how am I feeling? Well, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials and join us again next time. And if you're feeling down, just head over to the Batuta and they'll give you giggle content like this at Batuta Advocate on Instagram. Sydney Roosters is expected to finally fall below the salary cap with 80 cent... 87% pay cut to players. Talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous.